everybody, and welcome back to the Chiluminati Podcast, episode 207. As always, I am one of your hosts, Mike Martin, joined by the hail and pace of L.A., Jesse and Alex. Welcome, boys. Welcome to the show. Hail and pace? Once again, totally confused. Pace like the salsa? Hail and pace were an English comedy double act that performed in clubs and on radio and television in the U.K. in the 80s and 90s. I... I have no frame of reference for them, unfortunately. I thought Alex, you were talking Alex about... Alex is the pace, obviously, because yeah. I'm New York City! <laughs> Gareth what Hale on... and Norman Pace are their full names. I am beside myself. I have no He's idea. He's Pace Picante, and I'm the salsa made in New York, which I yeah. guess is the other guy. Checks out. That, that works? Are you, you're down for that? Yeah, Pace. I mean, I don't know anything about him, so, like, you know, I also don't care. Pace is a legit Ameri- <laughs> a legit salsa. The fact that I know so little about them means that I care even less. This is from the Web Archive, Wayback Machine here, boys. So it was how you're getting a little info on the them. The Wayback? You couldn't find a normal article? You had to go to the Wayback Machine? Well, no, this machine? is, this is uh, where it was once for sale, but no longer. Uh, the Hail and Pace Series 1 and 2 three-disc set that was only in Australia for some weird reason. It's out of stock, dude. They it's sold out of it. stock. Look at the Mr. Bean holiday on the left. It's a link to an old DVD listing. Yeah. Yes. That's what we got. That's, that's correct. the one thing he sent us to show us who these people are. Cover <laughs> art coming soon. <laughs> uh, let's see. Can I get you a better picture? You somewhere? can get anything better. <laughs> I have a, I have a, I have a URL for you guys to follow. If you check this one out, check out the chat. <laughs> oh, Patreon.com slash pod. That's right. You think they're there? Oh, man. I bet you. I don't know that Hale and Pace are there, but I'll tell you what is there. Ooh. Three of the sweetest little boys you've ever known who just want to <laughs> get on with their lives, making great episodes for you guys about true crime and real English stones and uh, aliens uh, like today, probably, if I know Mathis. And, what are you uh, trying to say? You know me? You think you're my friend or something? Get out of here. Whoa. I, I, I feel like I'm your friend. I'd like to believe Whoa. I'm your friend, Mathis. Don't worry. He's a little on edge because of what we're about to talk it's about ba- today. It's been, a, it's been a very tense three days. Yeah, but if you if you uh, head over to patreon.com slash pod, you'll get that. You'll get mini-sodes. You'll get uh, great art from Mel. We got pre-sale on merch. We got everything over there. We got Rotten Popcorn, the archives. We can call Mel. the. She's officially a hot topic designer. Hot topic. Uh, our own, congrats. Our very own hot topic, Mel. No, don't do that. No. Okay. Mm, I'm gonna, no. We'll, guys, head on over to patreoncom pod <laughs> where you can watch Mathis gain kinship with Fox Mulder in real time. It's true. Uh, you were on Rotten Popcorn. I am not. I am rather. I am very surprised how like dead correct you were about what i would feel about Mulder. it was shocking that you hadn't heard of like you like i was surprised that you hadn't heard of it because of how similar your plights truly were well he said he heard of it in the background when his parents would watch it and he ignored it which is even more shocking to me but it checks out with this whole i only play video games i don't watch tv it's so true. like makes it's sense. very very true it was it's fun accurate to, like- to the lore say what I like figure out what he was doing or say something that I would do and then hear him say it too. And I'm like, Oh, this is like, Oh, this is, I wish this was me. It really <laughs> happened exactly how you want it, folks go over there, check it out. Rotten popcorn, <laughs> patreon.com slash pod. And now let's yell about disclosure. Hang on. I gave you a, an IMDB link of hail and pace, the TV series with an actual picture. Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah. Oh, he looks mean. <laughs> he looks like, 
He looks like the the. He looks like a mobster. He has like a scar he on his face. Mean. <laughs> look at him. I know they both look very grumpy, but that's like that's how like the UK do it. <sighs> the terms good taste and politically correct are obviously <laughs> totally unknown to the writers. <laughs> This is from 1986 to 1998. It was a very different time back then. All right. I'm in. Hail and pace. If you're out there, you're listening to Chumani Pod, come on down. We got you, Unless baby. Unless you agreed with January 6th, then maybe don't. Oh, yeah. You know what? If you're if you're pro-January 6th, need not apply. Need not apply. Please. We're, stay we're learning a lot of things today. I just I just take I just take the I just I just go with the punches. You know what I mean? Yeah. You guys yeah, don't yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys can't see it, but from here from the waist down, I'm totally naked right now. It's been Yeah, he's standing about six feet away from the camera. So you can see him full body and he's just totally nude halfway down. Just sporting dog. It's been that kind of week. It's glorious. And we're only halfway through the week to spoil it. We record on Wednesdays. Yeah. I'm stressed out. I'm tired. My blood pressure oh, yeah. is absolutely shot up no one's, by like look, no one's saying you gotta show off. He looks like DC Comics the Creeper right now. Uh, <laughs> needless to say, today's episode is being hijacked by yet another UAP thing happening. And it's one of these things. This one is this one's frustrating. This one's frustrating because to me, this is either it or it ends it for me. Like I That's like, what you said will, last time though, to be fair. But but I got stuff out of it. And he will continue to say, because that's how they get you, and that's the that's where we're at. No, no, because the NASA hearing and actually the government hearing actually were good. But this is like so not subtle. It's like so the claims are something you can't really go back on. This is not something you can be like hand wave away with the claims that are being made. So well, I mean, if this guy just turns out to be bullshit, what? Like, if, if everybody's like, actually, I don't know where this guy got this from. That means you can't. That means that means everybody I've fought, been following in the UAP world, Avi Loeb, uh, I wouldn't say Greer so much, Alizondo, like those people. That means they're they're fully just full of shit for, or, or just don't do their due diligence. That's where Jesse's at all the time. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, yeah. He's already there. I'm that's, this is the event that puts me there. This is the event that gets me. Mathis, you sound exactly like every time, uh, like a really far ultra white, uh, right wing <laughs> guy says something like, what do they want next? Free healthcare for everyone. And people are like, Oh my God, I think he gets it. I think he gets it. And I think you're in the same place where I'm like, Maybe the worst person, you know, just made the best point. But, but, but this is correct me if I'm wrong, boys, before we get into the details, does this feel even a little different to you it just does. because of like the bombastic claims and I, who this I, guy is before we get into who he is in a cynically, moment? Cynically, cynically like, I'm with you for the most part. Cynically, it feels like they definitely at the very least, like even if you believe this is nothing more than just the latest dog and pony show about aliens, like. It's clear that they've taken a big swing with this one to get it on some some sources. Like there's there's a lot of websites and news publications and stuff that don't normally cover this with the level of seriousness that this one is getting. Regardless of how true or not true it is, I have definitely noticed that they there it it seems to be taken more seriously by the the media in general for some reason. And there's, I will, I will you know, say that we'll, we'll get to who's covering it, how they're covering it, what they're even saying in the articles, and what is p- supposed to be coming down the line. We're apparently getting a Washington Post article in the next couple of days as well. We'll see. the The biggest problem that I have with all of this is it reminds me of. I mean, first off, it's UFO stuff, so obviously I'm going to be like, all see, right, the government um, propaganda worked on you. It worked. It worked. But the thing, the thing that's interesting <laughs> is this: this time, 
the way the news is picking up, it reminds me of, and I don't know how many of you remember this listening or if you two remember this, but in 2022, there was a good two or three month period where everyone on the news was talking about Havana syndrome. Yes. A yes. thing that has existed in the like cultural ethos of us being in Cuba for it hasn't been forgotten in certain circles good sir for years and years and years people talked about like the russia is bombarding and earlier this year since the obama administration practically I yeah think. like it, it happened frequently where people were like whoa what's going on and then the news finally picked it up and started running stories and they were talking about it like it was a real major thing and then this march a bunch of different official reports came out that were like yeah no, Russia's not attacking us. It's, yeah, it's just people getting, like, sick or whatever. It's nothing. Don't worry about it. And so... Yeah, well, then that's infuriating, because that's not, that's not true, clearly. Well, here's the thing. Doesn't matter what you think. I know, I know. Doesn't matter what I think. Just like with this, even if it is real, and even if Russia has been bombarding us with microwaves in, in Havana for... 40 years the government still is like no nah, it's it's not how we did it we did it we're not gonna agree yeah exactly and it's the exact same vibe i have here that's why whistleblowers are super necessary you know so like so for the past year we'll get into this uh like in detail now so for the past year or so um the people like avi Loeb and all that have been saying just be patient we're gonna have in 2023 whistleblowers are coming forward be patient be patient be patient Time just kept going. Nothing fucking happened. And they kept just saying the same thing over and over again. And it just it just became frustrating because it just nothing was coming of it. We watched you unravel in real time. Multiple times. And I'm doing it for the most extreme time now. Like it's about to be the end all for me. We'll see about that. So this guy comes forward. A man by the name of I always I want to say Gorsuch. It's not. It's Gross. It's Gorsh. 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 Grouch. Grouch. Let's see. Dave. Yeah. David Charles Grush. Grush, maybe, you know, uh, who knows? This man is a decorated, decorated Air Force veteran who served beyond uh, just in the Air Force from 2019 to 2021. He was the liaison between uh, the department he was working at and the AARO. Uh, so, you know, he's been and that's been verified. He, he was working with the UAP side of things for a while. Um, fun note, because he, he's a picture from holding up all of his medals. Um, my buddy, Jeremy, who is, uh, like I said earlier, he's been in Marines. He looked at it cause he was hearing of this too. And he's like, fun fact, he has no combat award. So it's not PTSD from combat. And I was like, okay, uh, mm. thanks. Good to know. Interesting. But it's just an interesting point, <laughs> I guess he didn't, didn't get to, he didn't see combat or anything. Um, so basically what he's saying is he came forward, uh, last year in the early 2022, he testified to Congress for over 11 hours. He was then cleared via some sort of filing. Um, that uh, April 6th of the, that next year, 2023, he would be cleared to talk about what he spoke about in Congress. However, and he just filed a complaint. You can go look at the complaint. When he started coming forward with stuff, he started getting targeted for like, he says like harassment or just trying to stop him from doing it. Um, so he filed a complaint with uh, Congress, I believe, or the DOD, uh, because he believes he's being wrongfully targeted because she, she, he should be protected now by the... Uh, the passage of the AARO thing where all whistleblowers can now come forward, no matter the NDAs or whatever they signed, and not fear, not uh, have any like retaliation from the government. You should be completely protected. That was part of the budget, I think. It was like tagged bottom. I kind of thought that was already the vibe, but you know, whatever. Well, that's what the, it was. It was the vibe since that. It was the vibe for what, like six months now? And that's been the vibe. I just or mean, so? it seems like the, that should have been the vibe 
about all whistleblowing for all time but oh you know, no yeah. yeah well well then you got yeah well uh, we have so many whistleblowers but like uh fucking reality reality was her name we got put in jail for whistleblower. reality winner yeah her like shit like that yeah it, they should be protected absolutely but we know that's not the case uh especially if the u.s government thinks its secrets are more important to keep to themselves regardless so we filed it because what he came forward saying in an interview that was done early april on camera and then the, the, the debrief, which is the first place to break the news, uh, did two months of fact-checking, and there are two separate articles about their fact-checking alone um, before they published this. And this Sunday, the full seven-hour interview uncut is also re- being released. Um, and basically, he says, for the past decades, the U.S., and not just the U.S., the U.K., France, like all major nations, have been scooping up wrecks. They have destroyed or parts of wrecks, as well as fully intact wrecks. That are, and he specifically says, non-human intelligence. When said, when asked about if it was extraterrestrial, he didn't go so far as to say it's extraterrestrial. He didn't know. He just knew that it was non-human intelligence. That's so loaded, though. Non-human intelligence. Well, because that because that could mean from under our oceans. That could mean from another dimension. Yeah, it just means something as in, more intelligent or as intelligent as we are. Sure, sure. But he's not saying like it's uh, the Chinese or whatever. He's non-human intelligence is loaded. Yeah, it's it's definitely loaded. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a big call out. Not only that, he claimed that they also the U.S. Uh, is in possession of cadavers of the of whatever they are, because some of the crash wrecks had uh, corpses with them, which has been a rumor. I mean, we talked about in the Roswell to a multi-parter about all yeah. that shit. It's um, just again, a, yeah. it's bombastic things. What's what's interesting is he's not just being left out to dry. One and two, he's not like the CIA guys who go on camera be like, I'm ex-CIA. There's no way they can fucking verify what he did. He could have been a fucking janitor in the CIA. They all have security, you know, clearances. And he's like, trust me, bro, this is what we know. But this guy can be like tracked, fact checked to what he did, where he worked. And people that are in the government working where he's working that are still working now and people who have also since left have all come forward and said, this guy is like an honorable dude. He's a good worker. You can be like, that's all just he's being supported, followed by uh, people like, uh, uh, Avi Loeb and Elizondo and all these other people that are like, there are more coming too. We told you be patient. This is only the start. They said there's more whistleblowers coming. Isn't this guy a lot like Elizondo though, in a lot of ways? Well, no, because Elizondo, you could not figure out where he worked. So he claimed he ran a tip. There is no paperwork to show that Elizondo ran a tip. He was a part of a tip. But we don't know what his position was. Elizondo says that he saw stuff, right? Sure. So but- he actually is claiming to be even more like of a witness to it than Dr. Grunch is. What's his name? <laughs> Grush. G-R-U-S-C-H. I'm so sorry. Da- David if, Grush. If, He's if, a if veteran, he, if, not if, a doctor. <laughs> if, if David Grush is actually listening to this, I'm so sorry. Uh, but uh, yeah, like. This guy's not even claiming he's more like the guy from uh, Roswell, who's like, I know I have been I have been made aware that the government has access to craft, to bodies, to all this stuff where like it's it's frustrating because he's not he's not he's not seen it himself. I got to go look again, but I think he did see some craft. I think that's part of it. But the biggest problem here with this, the thing that is really upsetting is that. It is a whistleblower mm-hmm. publicly out there with his name in the media, zero fear. So it's not 
the normal MO for a whistleblower. Correct. Then we have this, I don't know, this like uh, no document, no pictures. We'll get to that. No actual bodies. Yeah. No craft. No nothing. And when you watch the interview stuff, he's like, I mean, that stuff's classified. So, you know, uh, you know, it's very hard it, you're getting to, a highly to believe edited video. anything completely yeah. because it's a man saying a thing, period. Like, a man has cred, but it's just a dude saying a thing. Sure. Oh, agree. Um, that's, that's, you have to, that's, you kind of have to measure this against other dudes who have said things, really. Right. And see if, what the difference is here, if there is any. Uh, and I think there is, at least in this regard, because. He's definitely a higher regarded He's putting every every single person in the UFO world who is highly regarded seems to be putting their chips behind him. So if he ends up being nothing, then all of their work and trust that they've built falls away with him, at least for me personally, because they haven't put they haven't all put their chips behind somebody before. They just haven't. Well, let me let me like and Avi and, and Avi. Wait, let me finish my thought before you can take it away. And Avi posted sure. an, uh, a post that I linked you guys a couple days ago. Talking almost as though he knows, because remember, he, he's got the Galileo project going, where he's going to get, like, look for that piece of, like, wreck that fell into the right. water. He's speaking in that article as though he already knows it is not just a meteor, it's a piece of tech that's, like, fallen. I don't know why he's talking like that, but suddenly he's speaking with pretty high confidence that there's going to be what he calls before and after initial discovery. Like, the time, it's going to change the way humans, like, look at the galaxy. So, like, two things. Yeah, yeah. One, you everything we're saying is we're basing it this guy's credibility off of the other people we deem credible. But why do we deem them credible? What have they delivered on the UFO front that makes them credible rather than they're just loud voices? Loeb is part of the NASA 12 person team that's working on his shit. That gives him credibility, period, to me. He was one of the 12 that was picked and he's working on shit now. He's being actually funded. Uh, Christopher Mellon is another incredibly trustworthy guy who's put all of his uh, you know, military credentials out there. Uh, and, and like he is a guy, everything he's said so far has like everything he said is coming has ended up coming. Um, and so, oh, OK, just, OK, then, then question two. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And this is where I throw the wrench in because I'm really no, excited. Throw about all this. the wrenches in. I, this is what it needs to happen. Oh, I'm very excited. Yeah, no, no, I want this. So if this guy is a whistleblower, but he's doing sure. it. The complete opposite of the way whistles are blown and the people backing him up. How, how are whistles blown? Usually uh, pro- you literally the people blowing whistles don't announce like who anonymously they are. like kind of like under the protection of. But that's happened in UFOs and nobody buys that. Nobody listens to the people who are but anonymous. Just, but, but that's different. I'm saying what a whistleblower is it, like this guy saying, yo, I know the secrets of the government and stuff, sure. right? And it just goes against what most whistleblowing is. So my whole question is, did Snowden hide who he was or not? I don't remember, to be honest with you. Like Snowden was a whistleblower, right? Did he like pretend or hide himself? I don't know that that's, that Snowden and reality and all the different people who like uh, did things like that did so announcing who they were up front, right? They gotcha. were discovered and then they became a thing. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Just like this dude who was discovered leaking stuff onto a Minecraft discord about oh the <laughs> yeah. you know, Ukraine war. So I think he gave, I think he gave stuff to journalists is what Snowden. He did. Uh, there, the story was handed to journalists first. They have it still. Yeah. So he went to New York times and he went to the Washington post first. And then he said there was pressure to release 
quickly, uh, didn't elaborate as to why there was pressure. So they went with News Nation, which people are like, what's News Nation? It's like it's owned by a mid-tier like uh, news company. They're not like a Newsmax or whatever. They're like a right. independent news thing. And they have a I think it was a trustworthy score of 42 out of 60 on Politico or something. So they're like in the good range in case people are like, who's that? Why? Why even bother? Uh, so sorry, continue. That's, that's just how it was announced. So the wrench I want to throw in is, again, let's do the setup. We have a guy who's out there in the public saying, I know these things. And I'm going to and I want to tell you about them, but like, I can't tell you about them, but they're there and I can't prove it. But like, they're there. And then the people who are all like he is on the money are people, for example, like this dude who works for NASA. Now, all I'm saying is, what if it's not a whistleblow at all, but something that we're being told for a selected specific reason. I would be very fucking curious what that reason is because that that borders that, that that walks into I don't know. What if it's all set up, dude? That walks into like conspiracy territory that's equally as believable uh as aliens, Jesse. Well welcome. Equal- welcome to the world that this show operates in. If sure. you're gonna sit there and tell me it's aliens, I can sit here and tell you so- we're being lied to. It's a conspiracy. This guy's this guy's a patsy dude. So the whistleblower <laughs> effect hopefully is he's the first of more than one. There's also being, we're also being told there are more whistleblowers coming forward. Like, hold on to your butts. Like June is going to have more whistleblowers. So if that happens, Uh, like real quick, real quick, Uh take it back a minute. We were also told by uh, many Republican committees that there were a lot of whistleblowers about Joe Biden. that were going to come forward. Oh, absolutely. And it didn't happen. None of them did. In fact, the ones that did come forward had no real evidence at all. Sure. So I'm just saying we can be told a million things. But this stuff, it doesn't mean it happened. Okay, there's already a difference, though, because the first whistleblower that they said is coming forward has now come forward. So there's, there's a precedent set. Yeah, there, there is there is sort of like looking into this a little bit more, right? Like you can take this instance as its own thing, and there's things that are shady about it. We've gotten into some of them already. Uh, but if you're subscribing to the like five guys that talk about UFOs that everybody takes seriously online, like Mathis, like this sequence of events does seem to be consistent with a lot of the main sort of overarching things that everybody's already said. So I, you know, from Mathis's point of view and the, the timeline falls in line with what they've been saying for months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so from Mathis's point of view, I, I do see how you could say this time is the time. Right. And, and there may not, no whistleblowers may come forward. And then that again, puts their credibility in the dirt period. I just want to like, I'll be honest with everyone. Just want to swaddle and protect Mathis because <laughs> his joy and love of this topic makes me happy and I want him to be happy. And I'm so just worried that what's about to happen is once again, nothing, nothing will happen. And Mathis will have said in the show, I'm done. If nothing happens, I'm quitting. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, and I'm going to have to be here like baby. Baby, it's it's maybe I'm next not quitting time. the show. Maybe. Come on, I'm quitting aliens. No, I'm quitting the government. All right, that's I'm what I'm gonna... like, that's what I'm saying. Is you're just like I'm done. I'm done living my fantasy. I'm done enjoying <laughs> life. I'm done having fun. Right. I'm worried you're gonna be like I'm over it. No, because it would still mean the UAP mystery is still there. I'm over listening to these people who think they who consistently say they have knowledge we don't yet because they need for the channels to all approve whatever it is they got to do. Like whatever higher ups have to say. Okay. And then they're going to come forward. And this is the first, like, this, everything that I've been preaching up to this point has now been at least proven with one person. But they say more are coming. And I, 
I agree. We need more than one dude. It just it it just feels very heavily like if you if you strip away aliens and strip away all this sure. stuff, if you take it down to like basics. It is the exact same run up and vibe as when all the QAnon people got all worked up about like the storms are coming. And then it never did. Finally, January 6th arrived and they were like, yes, today's the day. And then there was no like big ending. I just don't think that's quite the same. No, but I'm saying like strip it down to the base, dude. It's the hype. And then they were told a day was going to happen. that would change the world. And then it didn't. And then there's still there's like out there floating angry. This being it's being picked up in a way that January 6th wasn't picked up on prior to it happening. Um, by all these news outlets, if it's not what he says it is, well, it's more exciting. What do you think is the ulterior motive here of this? Oh hell, if I know, I just asked the question to get you all worked up. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta ask the question back. You gotta look at like, okay, so we just pretend he's hoaxing us all a lie. What is the end game for him, and why? I mean, even if it's not a hoax, and it's absolutely true, sure, I feel be it a hoax or otherwise, the end game's still going to be the same. I don't think a week from now, people will be covering this the way they're doing it yesterday, for example. It's possible. You may be right. It, we, everything might disappear again. And I feel like we'll once again be right where we are every single time something happens where we get something and everyone in the space is really excited about it because this could be it. Yes. This is the time. And then a week goes by and nothing happened and we're told, well, it's the next like we're it's slowly like, like it's going to happen, though, just because it didn't happen right away. It's going to happen. And that can only last so long. Right. Because one of the first things I said when you messaged us about it, I was like, unless they start showing me alien bodies. And we're at that point where I'm kind of over the whole like we saw it, guys. We really did. So that brings me to the point is like uh, and that that's, honestly, it's a fair it's a fair thing to say. Like I said, if if no whistleblowers come forward any like like they say they are then like again that means their credibility is in question and i also agree a lot of people need and i think not a lot of people everyone needs some sort of proof and something more than trust me bro like i need i need something whether that be a photo of a craft or or like government documents that can be like verified that they're real that's explicitly say non-human intelligence etc cetera, etc cetera. that much i agree with you i'm curious that like like for some people though it might take seeing a body at this point and like who knows if that'll ever happen um but the in terms of evidence what we are supposedly getting on uh this weekend is and i i think i texted it to you boys right before the show is that 1933 so there's a little we'll talk about it one day as always but there was an, a, a supposed ufo crash in 1933 in sicily italy and supposedly the americans got their hands on it before they the uh, mussolini and his people did um and the thing i sent you was uh, one of the documents, one of they, I'm supposed to, there's supposed to be multiple, I believe, uh, of one of the documents from the 1933, uh, the government specifically saying, uh, and I'll read it out here for everybody before we all comment on it, so I don't like mess it up. It says, by personal order, so this was uh, telegraphed, by personal order of the D-U-C-E, and in parentheses it says Mussolini, it is disposed immediate, repeat, Immediate arrest diffusion of the news related to aircraft of unknown nature and origin, which in dispatch of Stefani dash date today, 730 a.m. Stop. Immediate recasting of any leads from the newspapers bearing said news is ordered. Stop. Maximum penalties for transgressors are foreseen up to up to refer to the Supreme Court of State Security. Stop. 
Immediate confirmation of receipt required. Stop. Gentle director, special affairs, end. Stop. Uh, and there's a picture of it as well. No, I, I don't know if this is real or not. Obviously, that's what we're hoping is going to get proven. We need more people coming forward. Um, but let me just finish. I think let me just get through a story saying like we've been recovering craft. Um, and the reason it's so secretive is it isn't because there's a new world order all agreeing to keep people quiet. What he's saying is ever since the retrieval of the first one, it sparked a brand new Cold War between everybody in a rush to try and figure out how these things work and then make them ourselves. And that, to me, is way more believable than like every government shaking hands and signing a document that says, we know aliens are real. No one ever talk about the Galactic Council or you die. A a, a Cold War between the the countries who have retrieved things uh, makes way more sense. and. Our own intelligence, uh, I don't want to say officials, but uh, agencies, uh, CIA, FBI, they don't, they, they all are always fucking fighting with each other. We've learned that over the past five years. There's not a lot of communication. And what he's saying is like the, the parts are being held not in all one spot. Different people and different groups have different things. He was saying like contractors, aka Lockheed Martin, which would make a lot of sense, have bits and pieces. The Air Force has some. The, uh, the CIA even might have some like, they're just and they're not working and cooperating with each other because everybody's trying to be the first, be the one that figures it out, retro, uh, retrofit this tech. And that's why nobody's really been able to uh, communicate across the world about it. I don't know if that's true, obviously, but that makes more sense to me than a giant, like I said, alliance of secret alien courts. Yeah, like straight up the X-Files. <laughs> don't spoil anything. I've only seen I mean, the first I'm just, two episodes. I'm just, I'm just saying like something where it's just truly the government is actively working against the people of the world. Yes. It makes more sense that humans are being humans about it. The thing that's interesting though, is that if you take the other half of what's being said, which is we are using alien tech to increase our own tech. We're tr- they're trying. They, they've, it's been uh, supposedly no success because they can't figure it out. It's, it's science beyond what we know. Well, th- and I think that goes back to an interesting thing that, you know, has been said multiple times over the years, which is we have alien tech. We're trying to use the alien tech to make our tech better, help society, this, 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 or we're in alliance with them and they're giving us information and technology. Either way, I would be open to the discussion of, okay, yeah, if someone is giving us like future tech or whatever, it, 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 it or we have a crashed version that would lead like lend credulity to the idea of right. when you look at, the way we've proceeded as a civilization or as a planet and how I was reading an article the other day about Gen Z shout out to my Gen Zers out there. Dude, I love Gen Z so fucking much. According to this article, you guys suck at technology. And the reason why oh, I saw that article. Yeah. The reason why isn't because Gen Z is bad at tech. It's because they never had access to a lot of tech when myself and you two were, were coming up in the, 80s 90s early 2000s technology exploded yeah. we went from having no cell phone we went from like like the the spinner thing to like like the rotary phone yep rotary phones baby i loved those to the like the dial tone phone to a pager to a cell phone to like a thing you can hold in your hand that's a computer and that was in that time period and that was fast we went from giant when my mom for her first computer, she had to put in cards that were hole punched. And by the time I left my home, we I had 
like a gateway PC, and now the PCs are insane, right? We had to learn uh, like a lot of different elements Dude, of it. I yeah. think about like from in 2000 and 2000, when I went to high school, my very first, like my parents got the very first Nokia cell phones, those bricks. Right. And then mm-hmm. it, when I was in f- only four years, the cell phone I had had a color screen that flipped open and keyboards. Yep. Like, it was like, bam, and just in four years, tech blew up in that. And area. there's this crazy tech boom. But the thing that's interesting is in the last 10, some say 15 years, tech kind of stopped. Not in that it got better uh or like it got crazier but that you know it went from being oh well you're gonna go from your nokia to your razor to like uh, now it's iphone four five so it's the same it's the same thing same with with computers it's the same thing except now you're getting a the next thing for computers is quantum computers but we're still years away from even having a functioning full one right but i'm saying like even you know even a graphics card oh yeah before, like 20 years ago, it was this wild, like, ah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Now it's okay, where you're going to get your 2080, 3080, 4080. And it's just incremental stuff now. And I don't know if that's the business of everything, where because everything's a business and all the businesses it's optimizing now pretty much control almost, you know, like there's very little actual competition anymore. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it for sure. Sure. But if we're on the alien thing, oh, no, you sure. could say to me, Jesse, we have alien tech or we had alien tech and that helped boom us. Mm-hmm. And now we're kind of, we run out. We used all the stuff we have and now we're trying to rely on old human ingenuity. And we can't, like, you could tell that to me. You could sell that to me. I'd sit there for the conversation. It's logical in a way. I mean, that's, that's, that's not even like a niche belief. There's, that's like a huge, like, belief is that, like, the early recoveries, what we were able to figure out, we were able to transition into tech that we have internet, Wi Fi, touchscreens. But it's also, I also think that a part of that almost has that ancient Egypt vibe of like not believing in humans enough. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I wouldn't be, maybe we got a little something here and there if that even happened. But, but it's a conversation to have that, Agreed. like, okay, we could talk about that because even though it's in the space of like, that sounds insane, just, it's also like, okay, yeah. But again, what we have right now is someone saying we did a thing and I can't really prove any of it to you. Right. But like, trust me on this. And there's some key people that are missing from the media cycle here that normally when something very verifiable happens. Yes. Who Who's missing still for, for you? Just huge. Like the New York Times is not covering this in the way that you'd expect them to cover something this earth shaking, for example. Sure. Yeah. The people I've got a, like right now we've got The Guardian, Fox, Independent, Newsweek, Huffington Post, Vice, New York Post, News Hub, Daily Mail. Berlingskek, which is Danish, Danish, Revu, which is Dutch, and a one that's a French newspaper as well. Yeah, like, let's not undersell the significance sure. of the papers that are involved in this. Like, Vice, The Guardian, those are some big names, right? Let's yep. also, speaking of big names, even though it's not a name I ever want to say on this podcast, I'm going to do it anyway. Tucker Carlson came back with his first show on Twitter, and it was all over the internet because his first show the last half is dedicated to this story. His first show back. And of course, his spin is like. You can't let that discredit the entire thing, though. You can't let one yeah, dude no, no, cover it. Like the first thing, you're just like, okay. And there's some spin on it about how, like, you know, you're so busy worrying about trans youth that you're not focused on alien invasion, like that kind of stuff. You're like, oh boy. But. Oh, man. The fact that, like, he is doing that to his audience. I think also says a lot. I don't give a shit what Tucker says, but like his audience does. 
and they are very passionate. There was a political article uh, related to this. Remember I said Christopher Mellon, just to give you remind you what he was, because I was he wasn't just like a freaking soldier. He was the deputy assistant secretary of defense of intelligence uh, was what his role was within government prior. Um, and it, and there was also a comment from one of the authors saying the Washington Post did not pass on the article. They just needed more time and it's coming. Um, the big thing is like, I also want to talk before we, you know, maybe talk about more conjecture is the government's response to this. Uh, so the white house press secretary was asked about it in the press, your press gathering. And she said, she basically dodged it and said, talk to the DOD. The DOD said, we don't have any verifiable evidence that these are true claims and kind of like left it at that. The Pentagon then said, denied all of it and said, we don't have anything. And then uh, the Congress is uh, called a, announced that they're doing a, uh, what do you call it? Fucking meeting. I gotta, I can't remember the name of it. Like a committee? Yeah, there we go. Overhouse, uh, chairman of the House Oversight Committee uh, is intending to hold hearings on UFO, the UFO retrieval whist, uh, whistleblower claims. Dutch newspaper also, which is like, apparently it's Dutch newspapers, like a big Dutch newspaper. Same thing with the uh, Danish and French newspapers. They're like big ones over there. So, you know, um, yeah, just wanted to like get the, the government, each branch is just saying something entirely different. Nobody's saying the same thing, which is just, if you, if you wanted to put this to rest, you would think that they would all just say no, 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 instead of not going to answer a eh, vague answer. And then Pentagon being like, no, of course not. And that's what the Pentagon said about the videos until they were leaked and verified by the Pentagon. I wonder if they just know what it is though. You know what I mean? Like maybe Maybe the lie isn't. But they like, could simply say that. They don't have to say what it like it is. What they could say is it's 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 tech. It's just a top secret tech. Here's what I mean. Well, here's what I mean, though, is like maybe it's a situation where it's like China, for example, you know, and number one and number one that we don't want to get the word out on our end because we don't want people freaking out that China can just like roll on us anytime so they want. And why then, isn't the Pentagon and the DOD's answer the same then? Because because maybe. You know, we're just talking about a realistic situation that could be the explanation for all these things. So, like, all the different messaging from the government could be part of the plan to make it confused. And part of the, you know, this even this whistleblower himself could be part of that just to discredit the idea that the government has any idea about what these things are. And maybe we are making our thing, you know, to defeat these things. And they're just trying to string China or whoever it is along at, you know as long as they can into believing that we don't know at all what these things are. You know, then maybe you have that, to believe that that tactic has been going on since 1945. Well, true. But I mean, you got to think about also in, in relation to that, just the recent weirdness that we had with China and the balloons and just, I don't know. I'm just, thinking, Which I'm just also, to, but that, see that to me throws there more into question of what we have, because they are willing to give us high definition photos and videos of Russian and Chinese spy balloons and planes. But when it comes to this stuff, it's like only the shit that gets leaked and only after it gets verified by the Pentagon, like two weeks after it's been leaked and most people don't care anymore. Yeah, just nothing. Nothing has made me leap to. It's definitely got to be something inhuman other than this guy saying that it's inhuman so far. A big shout out to ButcherBox for sponsoring today's episode. ButcherBox is easily one of the most unique boxed deals that you can get out there in terms of all the stuff you can get in groceries delivered to you. With ButcherBox, you're going to get deals that compare to grocery stores much more favorably, and you're getting way higher quality meat. I used to stress out going to a market and worry about what I'm going to buy for meat and how much it's going to cost, but with ButcherBox, that worry is so long gone. I recently just did dry rub ribs in my slow cooker, and I don't know, man, Maybe it's my magic touch. I am known to massage nicely, and I'm sure those ribs 
really enjoyed a gentle rub. They were delicious, by the way. Thank you, Butcher Box. Those ribs were so good, and smelling them cook for hours over the course of the day was tantalizing. I drooled a few times. My dogs came over and, and licked it up. They were excited, too. They didn't get to have any, but it was so goddamn good. Beyond the meat being so good, I think maybe my favorite thing about it is the convenience, because, dude, outside is terrible in Texas that summer. It's hot. It's muggy. It's just, you know, I sweat just waking up sometimes. So having to go outside? Yeah, I don't like to do that. With a butcher box, I don't have to worry about that. It's so, so nice to become a hermit over the summer. And lucky for everybody here, butcher box is giving us a special deal. If you sign up today using code CHILL, you can receive ground beef for a year plus $20 of your first order. That's two pounds of ground beef free in every box that you get for a year plus $20 off your first order, which is just like icing on the cake at that point. All you have to do is head over to butcherbox.com slash chill and use our code chill. Simple as that. Thank you so much to ButcherBox for sponsoring today's episode. So for me, like for, you, for me, it's more like, yeah, I, gr- I agree with you. I just think for me, it's more the puzzle pieces on, are starting to line up yeah. in a way that they haven't before. No, yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. I do think that like, if you're a UFO follower, that this is alarm bells. I think that's can you. Can the you know, two of you uh, explain that to me? How is everything lining up? It's just the same. This 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 thing about these whistleblowers and all that stuff is is consistent with what these other kind of right. maybe they're crackpot, maybe they're not guys have been saying over the years, especially people like Elizabeth. Right, right. But Mathis is saying that the puzzle pieces for this are lining up. So, in what way is it lining up? Again, it's, it's talking about uh, Christopher Mellon and, and uh, Avi Loeb. The things that they have been saying for n- nearly a full year now. That we have access to these things. Are happening on the timeline that they have been saying it's going to happen. Can you, so, so, for, so for me, but let's also say for the audience, Wink, what is that timeline? What are they saying? What are they trying to tell they us? They said June 2023 would be the first whistleblower. And here we are in June 2023. When was that said and what was that in relation Months to? Months ago, I'd have to get the article. Fuck, I don't mean the yeah, post again. It's just kind of like the story that they've been sticking to for a while. They, it's and been I'm, the same thing that they've been saying for months. It hasn't changed. It's spun out of the same kind of area of this world where the, uh, what is it, to the stars academies? I, I would not put them the same, the same fucking together. No, what I mean is the same sort of mythology of like, the government has been obtaining and having pieces sure. of this technology for years kept in like very specific places. We're using them to reverse engineer and the process by which we are doing that and uh, releasing information to the public is is all scripted and planned out. Basically. Right. So like what about June right now? What was the the OK, so it's happening in June. Like what about that? Well, because they knew he had he had he had clearance starting in April sixth of twenty twenty three to actually publicly speak about it. Uh, so they have to wait until that point. The idea is they're all government insiders, by the way. Yeah, yeah. they're all they all have connect again. Uh, Christopher Allen was assistant dec- just, uh, defense secretary. Uh, Avi Loeb is working actively with the government in their program with NASA right now. That these are like people that have contacts and are speaking with people inside. So are you say- so so. So hold on, this might change everything for me. Are you saying that the team working with NASA and the government on this, they know these people, they were aware of them, and they were instrumental in them coming forward? Yes. Yeah. That has been the story for a long time. 
They've been talking to these whistleblowers anonymously. They wouldn't say their names, but they're coming. They're coming June 2023. The summer of 2023 is going to be it. And here we are. And now I'm that's why I'm just like, this is feels different okay. because it puts all of their credibility on the line because they've been doing seeing the same song and dance for over a year at this point. So that that makes a lot more factual sense. If you have a team sure. of people who are saying this is a thing that's going to happen and then it happens like that checks out. The thing that then is I'm curious about is the other people. Are they also on sort of a. They aren't allowed to talk until after such and such a day. Uh, well, <clears throat> Christopher Mellon is being, he, he's been, he's just, if you go to his Twitter right now, he's just talking about like the, the whistleblower and that more are going to come forward. Um, what was the question again? I distracted myself. Well, I'm just saying, do they have more people coming forward? That's what they said. Yes. It's the same people that said this guy was coming forward that uh, another whistleblower did come forward the same day he did, but he kept his name anonymous. The name he used is not his real name. So it just like kind of went under the radar. Jonathan Gray or whatever. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yep, him. So because he, he still he still works in the government. He's still in the government right now. He still has his job. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's, I think, what I was saying earlier about it doesn't follow the whistleblower MO, right? Where it's the dude still in the government. That guy did a normal whistleblow thing. So my my, my question is when we get or when will we get more information about future uh, people that are coming out because I think that's very important that there's a flow to it should be yeah should be this month and if we do yeah do they have limits like this guy where you said he was free to talk after a certain day I assume I don't see that's the thing that he was only free to talk a certain day only came forward when he was finally able to be free he showed the piece of paper sure. that gave him the date and everything like it was an actual thing that he signed um, and he did testify to Congress for 11 hours that was verified as well and he said he said all this shit to he said, so the other thing is, he said in that conference, the closed doors, he gave Congress like f- physical evidence, like photos and stuff. So I don't know if he's not cl- cleared to release those to the public, if that's part of it. Yeah. Why couldn't he release those? I don't know. But that's what he's saying. And he did have a hearing like it, Congress is not coming out and saying no. In fact, they just like I said, the the overhouse committee just said we're going to do an oversight hearing on this. And we still have the congressional public hearing coming out. It looks all it. Yeah. It all looks pretty good at, at first glance. Yeah. It's all just, again, it's everything's like starting. It, it takes a gentle blow of wind to scatter the pieces before they land. And that's very possible. Sure. 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 But it feels like a lot of it. Like I just, all right, Mathis, we're going to use you as an example. This is also, you got to ask, I admit you're the way you think. And I'm, I'm it's, I'm with you is because of, decades of them treating ufos like a joke well and this is a question that i have and i'm gonna i'm gonna use you as an example but mathis let's say you're this guy you go before congress you have photos right you've given the photos to you have photographic evidence that this is real you have all the proof that everything you're saying is real if you go to the media and you say i i know this stuff but i can't show you but i can i know it i know it i know it why wouldn't you just give the media photos and stuff? Like, what's the worst? What's the worst that could happen to you? He gets put in prison. Hold on. Time out. Time out. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out. Sure. Because if you give photos to the press. Uh-huh. Isn't that what Reality Winner did? And she got put in prison? Sure. Oh, for like, yeah, one leaked document was five, five years or something crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, but the but what I'm saying is, if you give the photos to the press, sure, only two things can happen. One, 
They throw you in prison. Yeah. Which then proves that it's real. I don't know. Say not a lot of people believe Julian Assange. There's a lot of belief on that split belief on him. Oh, hold on. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. If you show photos and then you get thrown into prison. Sure. That's the government saying you're leaking classified. How can be classified if it's fake? Two. No, I agree with you. Two. If they don't throw you in prison. Right. Because they're like, oh, it's fake. Then you're fine. All I'm saying is. This seems like a pretty easy solution to me. If they if they wanted to get it out there, finally. Because I don't want to go to, because if it was me, if I'm being told as that person that there's a way for me to get this out there and also not be put in prison, then I'm going to do it that way. If this would change humanity, you would think, I if, if I had evidence, if I believed, I'd take five years in prison to, to change the world. I don't know, man. I, I feel like it's a lot harder of an ask than that, and there's probably more like risks. So to his- he doesn't have any of this. Just to be I, clear, so I need to. I am not entirely sure. He is saying he might. He, he might still have them. I don't know. He's telling Congress that there is information that Congress is not being told, and that he doesn't have this. Yeah. Okay. Well, then that's that's entirely different. He turned over some information to Congress. But what information was it? Just hearsay? I don't think no. he can. No. I, no. No. He's. It was like it's classified. Yeah, yeah. It's classified. He met with Congress yeah. and turned over information to them. And then another guy, that guy that we were talking about, Jonathan Gray, also confirmed exotic materials and said, we are not alone. What would need to happen, Jesse, for you to be like, this makes sense beyond just seeing a photo of a dead body? Um, anything other than a dude said a thing and I can't tell you anything because it's all classified like that's that continues to be BS to me. I get it. I understand it in all facets of life. But, you know. If it's if if you're going to say it's classified, I, I spoke to Congress or whatever, but now I'm going to go public and tell the world you got to come with the goods. You can't just like stir the pot and sure. then be like one day you'll find out like, no, no, we got to stop that shit. I, it, he it, doesn't. He doesn't. He he has not seen anything himself. He does not know where they are, or at least he doesn't say he knows where they are. And he. He says that there has been retaliation. Okay, on Monday, he filed a whistleblower complaint to Congress and the Intelligence Community Inspector General on classified information that he insists proves to re- the recoveries of partial fragments and intact vehicles by the U.S. government, its allies, defense tra- contractors, according to the report. Um, and he also filed a complaint because he was being, uh, like you said, Alex, uh, what was happening when he was being targeted. It's not that this guy's sitting on a bunch of information that is the actual information. It's that he has been receiving word and knows the people in the government that are working on these programs actively right now, and they're being corroborated by a lot of people. And the reason that it's interesting that all these people are backing him up is just because it seems to be legitimizing these claims. That's the thing. Like he's if he's going to say something, but he doesn't have a way to show it. But there's somebody in the government that does and will corroborate corroborate a story. He can't come forward with his actual name. So how the fuck are you going to like trust him? Like he can't because if he actually came forward, it's like me. I work here. He'd lose his job. It'd be over for him. You know, like so he's getting the reinforcement from somebody within the government, but he's using an anonymous name. As you say, whistleblowers should, and he's doing all the things you said a whistleblower should. But do you trust it? Because now you're getting an anonymous name, Jesse. Do you trust it? I mean, you can never 100% trust anything anyone says without evidence, right? <laughs> yes. 
I agree with you. And this guy has, there's no, there's no evidence this dude is giving us at all. The, all the evidence is contextual. What's happening yeah. around him. He has evidence of the people, yeah. Because what's happening around him from him coming forward is different than every other fucking ex-CIA person that's gone on Fox News to talk about aliens invading us because nothing fucking happens with them. But something is happening with this guy, which is why it makes it different. I, I don't know that that's true. You're saying something is happening. The, There's no difference in this moment between how? other people who have come forward and this person. How? Have, have you seen the mainstream media cover every ex-CIA dude who's come forward and talk about aliens? Can, can you actively say that? Because it, it's not true. The, th- the moment hasn't occurred yet. That's the thing right. that's that's like kind of strange about this. Like it's being picked up. That's interesting. It's interesting that it's on The Guardian. It's mm-hmm. interesting that it's on Vice. It's interesting that it's on Newsweek. It is. WAPO apparently is putting out a paper. Well, on we'll it. see on that. That's rumor. We're like, we can't substantiate that right now. That's interesting. But the problem is that we haven't seen anybody ever make verifiable claims that the government is withholding stuff and then get covered. That still hasn't happened. All that's happened is that whatever is going on right now, this this whistleblowing complaint is getting some really good coverage for some reason. Yeah, two hours ago, the CB- CBC News now is covering it. Yeah, and the reason is not that there is evidence in people's hands. The, the reason is because the, people around the amount of people making noise about it is a lot larger, like a lot higher echelon people making noise about it, and that's if, simply it. If we were to look at this in a vacuum... Like and ignore that, yeah. And then yeah, he's no better than any XCA coming forward. But the, nobody's come yeah. to those dudes' defense like ever. The tone is just eyeball emojis from all sides. There's not anything to judge, right? It's just you got to look it's at just what, how it's a well vetted guy saying something crazy, and a lot of people backing him up right now, right? Which is simultaneously exciting and the problem because it does line up with these people who I honestly did not think were telling the truth. All these, all these people right now, Elizondo, all these people because yeah, Elizondo especially, he's I still don't necessarily. Well, they've just been rolling out the same exact story over and over again of like we're about to do something crazy, and then they put it out, and it's like not that crazy. Exactly, literally every time. But this is the same. I mean, that's the same thing to me. It's not. It's not quite the same thing because this is a different level of guy. So we still have to see. I mean, the guy is a different level. But the story's the same. Yeah. The 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 idea is the same. And a lot of the hangers on are the same. Every time something blows up, the same people roll out like that guy's telling the truth though. Yeah. That this is the one. They all do the same thing. Yeah, but have you had a have you but have you had a guy come forward, give an interview, and then they spend two months fact checking every aspect of it to make sure that what they put out in two months is not gonna be just trash. And to make sure like the guys they're talking to, then you have to trust the the journalists, right? Because they're saying that uh, the guy there, they they spoke to these people that work in the government under that fake name and that shit. So that's where you have to look at journalistic integrity and do you trust them? But what did they fact check, though? Like, what did they check? This man said some stuff and then you said they fact checked what he said. Hang on. How? In what way did they fact check what he said? Because if he has no evidence they can show them, there's no facts to check. There, There is evidence of the of the programs existing that he has given to Congress. But... The, other than that, it's a it's a sealed. But Congress hasn't shared that with anyone. They not yet. And this guy hasn't given anything to anyone that then they are sh- no. Like there's no facts to check. Correct. However, these people that they are talking to are backing him up as in a general sense in in terms of his character. So that's the thing that's being fact checked. Is like, is this guy a pot like a crackpot? Is this guy just some crazy guy on the fringes who's pretending? And that doesn't seem to be the case. 
So is it in any way more remarkable from an evidence standpoint? No. But there is this added level of legitimacy, and that's the only reason we're talking about it right now. You know, is because yeah. <laughs> for whatever reason, this is this is the part that's interesting, is that it's some kind of big new level of person saying this, and that it seems like it's going to finally go through some channels that will result in evidence. Like, if, if Congress was contacted and this these claims are verified there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to get access to that and if they t- and if they put it classified we won't even we won't even that like that seems to imply that it's true so it's like i'll just read this bit <clears throat> we don't real uh, a lot of people don't realize we do have an investigative team here uh that i work with so craig and sean are two of the members of that team in particular sean who's an attorney so it's nice to have that kind of critical attorney i uh bubble i looped him in Basically, Sean and Craig became the red team. Their job was to go through this article that they were going to be writing and look at it as critically as possible. Where are the deficiencies in there? Uh, do they have co- uh, combating uh, uh, combating facts? Where are the avenues that couldn't be attacked in terms of this and uh, of if this information is accurate? Can we substantiate that? So they spent a lot of time really combing through word for word, looking through it and making sure that this was a good finished product. And while that was going on, my main role was really the background fact checking investigator, which evolved independently. So taking what Leslie and Ralph had already done, but then completely independently looking into it. So basically other people who would back checking, double checking their shit, verifying it, making sure it's accurate. Uh, it's one of these things, something that's not going to come out of the article is that none of the of the words and the information changed because I was able to verify everything. What people might not realize is that we did bolster it. We added more witnesses to the story that affirm what Mr. Grush was saying had indeed occurred, that it was true. So that's just a, a quick snapshot of uh, one of the, the dudes who was working on it. There's two, there's two. I link you boys both part one and part two of the article. They get into even right after that, like how specifically they fact check specific people. Yeah, they're talking about how uh, they. The, 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 he's saying in the first few sentences, it says the whistleblower David Charles Grush, a veteran of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency and the National Reconnaissance Office, served as the reconnaissance officers representative to the unidentified area, the UAPTF. From uh, 2019 to 2021, he they say from 20 from late 2021 to 2022 July, he was NGA's co-lead for UAP analysis and its representative of the task force. And he's like, are those things you had to go check or is that background check stuff? And he says they'd already done background checking, but we always have to verify. So we vet. That means another team independently corroborating every fact. So just for that one fact, it was already vetted. Then they have to go in as the publication and verify it independently. And he's on record. So it's so it's bang, bang, bang. Yep. He says uh, and he even goes on to say, like, so luckily we at the debrief have been able to forge some really good relationships with people across the government and in this space with the UAP. But outside of that, so in areas like the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency or the NRO, they realize that we're just trying to get information correct. And so these are people that we can call and say, hey, do you know this individual? A big part of this was not only verifying that he was who he says he was, that he was in a position he says he was, which is a problem with Elizondo, who we can't verify. But then for me as well, getting a kind of idea of who is this individual? Is this somebody who's had a longstanding UFO interest? Like what's going on here? What's going on in the mindset here? So they're even looking into seeing if this guy was like into UFOs before coming forward with this. And if that was part of who he was before all of this. And so that involved really getting to know Mr. Grush without directly knowing him and talking to people that work with him as a colleague, verifying that he had worked with the task force, verified his work at the NRO and what his colleagues and coworkers thought of him. And I'll tell you that through and through that and multiple sources, no one had anything bad to say, but it's a good thing and something that wasn't included in the article, but I do think is significant for people. It was significant for me because one of the questions that I had when I spoke with people that knew him was understanding the involvement that got him into UAP and that got him into the task force. 
He had no pre-existing interests or real interest in UAP. So it wasn't any experience with UFOs or any pre-existing interest that got him into that to where he is today. It was rather he had come, he had come recommended to the director of the task force based on experience and for being known as a sharp analyst with the NGA. And somebody who, when the task force needed a liaison at NGA, was someone who was recommended. But it was based on his reputation in the intelligence community as an analyst, not someone with an interest in UAP. That's just a, that's a small part of the part one of the article. It's a full two, two-parter interview. And they go into detail even further, like, well, what do you guys, what were you able to verify? Like, they goes, he goes on and says, like, are you guys, were you able to verify at all that these dates that were given 2019 to 2021, are these all independently verified? Yes. Great. So, Tim, the next thing here is, in accordance with protocols, Thrush provided the Defense Department's Office of Pre-Publication and Security Review the information that he intended to disclose to us, and it was cleared for open publication on April 4th and 6th, 2023. What is the Defense Department's Office of Pre-Publication Security Review, and were you able to confirm that contention that it had been cleared for publication on those two dates? And he goes to say, <clears throat> so the Pre-Defense Pre-Publication Security Review, that's also called the DOPSR, each branch or component of the government has one of these offices. And so what it means is anytime somebody who held a top secret position or has worked with classified material, if they're going to discuss that work publicly, if they're going to write a book, if we're going to do an interview, that type of thing, they are required. They're supposed to clear what they intend to say through DOPSR beforehand. Yeah. If you're if you're like writing a memoir yeah, you gotta, of your time in office or like of the president, you have to send them the full thing so they can approve it. Yeah. Right. Their role is to determine what somebody is gonna say, what they're gonna write, if they're writing a book, what they're gonna print, and make sure that what's being said isn't classified information. So they're essentially stamping and saying, That's fine, you can say that. And you know they may in certain instances say, No, you can't say that, or often they do. They'll say that you can say this, but you can't say that. Uh, because this and then so they kind of go on to ask that this mostly has to do with security and classifications, and he says, Yes has nothing to do with ensuring that people who are even out of the government now, that if they're going to talk about their work while working in a classified setting in government, if they're going to talk about that publicly, it's ensuring that the information they're talking about, they're not revealing national security secrets, just like Jesse said, or classified information. So this is a unique setting here because this is something you don't often see in any type of news article. You would see it with books, you'll see it with documentaries, but you often would never see this in a news or print article. But it does speak to the fact that Grush really tried to take the exact appropriate path, the exact official channels. He tried to do everything right throughout his process. He hasn't gone willy-nilly. And so when you decided uh, to, he wanted to come forward with the story, he put the information he wanted to share through DOPSR, and they cleared it. That doesn't mean that the Department of Defense is stamping off on what he's saying and saying, okay, okay, yeah, it's all true. They're just saying, okay, we'll let you say that because it's not going to reveal any secrets. They're just saying, okay, we'll let you say that because it's not going to reveal any secrets. Yeah, and 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 I think that's why it's I don't think it's a mistake to be covering this, even if it ends up being fake, just because of how verified it is. Like I think it is I, I don't think it's a mistake to understand this as a particularly interesting one of these UFO flap type things. The only thing I can think of is that hearing that, if we were to court of law this, mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, attorneys have some great witnesses, very reliable witnesses, but right now that's all they have. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. They can put dudes on the stand, yeah. have them say stuff and, and we could be like, yeah, absolutely. But at that point, everything is circumstantial. You, you're just, you're getting down to beyond reasonable doubt. Yeah. Like that's where I need to be. I need them to wheel out a, a cadaver 
or else I'm going to be like, again, with this. It's important to look at this guy in this article and not treat it like every other dude has come forward because the due diligence was super fucking done here. But I feel like you have to and, until it's, we... Well, it's more like... Until more people show up. The claim isn't aliens are real, right? The claim isn't aliens are real. The claim is is simply that I have heard that somewhere in the government, there are things going on involving crafts from another world. Or from yeah, that aren't human, right? And, you know and, how crazy that sounds, right? Like what you just said. Yeah, but that, but then that means the fucking government did their damn job. Well, well. So his, so his goal is not to get the truth out himself. I don't think he has the capability of doing that. I think what his goal is is to get Congress to yeah. look into this. And I, but and I think but that's, that's what's interesting about this versus a lot of the other things that have happened, which are not trying to do that and are trying to blow the. So door. let me, let me, let me add this last bit into it because this is also important is another okay. fact check piece is like, okay, great. The next fact I have highlighted here that I want to ask on the story is, it says Carl E. Nell, a recently retired Army colonel and current aerospace executive who was the Army's director of the UAP task force from 2021 to 2022 and worked with Grush there, called Grush's statement essentially correct. Were you able to confirm that Carl Nell is a retired colonel and that he did work those dates at that task force? And they said, yes. Now we were able to confirm, just like with Mr. Grush, we were able to confirm through multiple sources that he did work for the task force during that time and that he did work with Grush. And what he was saying in terms of his support for what Grush was claiming was accurate. And like Grush, part of my work was understanding how were these individuals called to be part of this seemingly stigmatized topic. And in Nell's case, he wasn't. He wasn't necessarily recruited to the task force. He actually was assigned there as the Army's liaison. So it was one of the situation where Nell's an interesting one as well because he wasn't recruited. It wasn't something that he necessarily wanted to be a part of beforehand. It was something that he was told he was going to be a part of, but the task force in the army, nobody had a choice here. But he came in, he ended up coming in and working with the task force, and subsequently, what he was exposed to led him to the same kind of conclusions that Grush shared. So they were able to verify that this dude as well is like, he is a retired, recently retired, and he's currently working in the aerospace executives world and was part of the UAP task force via army. It's pretty good. The last thing is the Jonathan Gray guy. So scrolling down next one, this statement says Jonathan Gray is a generational officer of the United States intelligence community with a top secret clearance who currently works for the National Air and Space Intelligence Center, where the analysis of UAP has been his focus. Previously, he had experience serving private aerospace and DOD special directive task forces. Who is Jonathan Gray? And were you able to confirm these parts of his resume that were listed? Right. Well, I'll just say this. I'm exceptionally cautious in discussing anything related to that individual, because as you'll note, that's the only one. God damn page. That's the only one who technically still works in government, still holds several classifications, works in compartment. I'll just say it was very interesting. Multiple. It was very interesting. Multiple sources confirmed for me what somewhat to my surprise that in the NA, NASIC, the National Intelligence uh, Space Intelligence Center. Uh, yeah, that they indeed have been involved. They do share information with the UAP task force and have worked with them and have been involved in this issue. And so there's not a lot I can say about it. Uh, so that's a little bit about who Mike Jonathan Gray is and where he's working in the uh, government right now. I know, I know we need, we need proof beyond a reasonable doubt. I agree with you that we need proof beyond a reasonable doubt. That's just not really the situation right now. So this, to this, what I'm hoping, this is the first true crack in the dam that eventually floods us with the truth. Whatever the truth is, whether it's fucking other tech that we've been making, tech from another country, or really is non-human intelligence or exotic in origin, it's not all going to happen in one day, but we need a big crack in the fucking dam. That's what whistleblowers are usually for. So I'm hoping that's what this is. The first 
that eventually paves the way. And I hope we get more physical evidence, like the supposed evidence that we're getting this weekend, the leaked document that I that I linked to you. It's just that like through the fact checking and what they've done, he at least seems stand up compared to any other fucking person who's come forward about seeing aliens and having psychic, you know, sex fests with them. I guess the big thing for me is the only way I can describe this that makes any sense in my head is Mm -hmm. we're coming at it from different perspectives. Absolutely. Where the way I would describe it is man versus ape, right? Where you're telling me that man and ape, look how different we are. Look at us. But I'm telling you, genetically, actually, we're very, so, like, that kind of thing. Right. And it's, and you're telling me, like, but look, Jesse, look with your eyes. And I'm telling you, yeah, but using the science of, like, DNA, I can tell you we're actually quite similar. And that's where we're at, where it, I, I'm, like, still not impressed yet. I'll be there if something cool happens. Really? Even the fact-checking and learning, like, the due diligence they did on this guy, that he's not this nobody dude. That they like had multiple groups looking and making sure. I promise you, there have been other not nobody dudes in the past, but not to this. Like every X, okay, I look, I use XCIA because there's no difference except for that it's being picked up. And there, there's a, but the, what? But the, so it's being picked up. Why? Why is this one being picked up? That's me. That question you should be asking. Good question. I can't. I can't say that you know. That's like talking to the Republicans down here sometimes and be like, okay, you have a fact. You're using it incorrectly now think why is that current why is that happening and if you go okay hang on let me think about it that's what you need to be doing the answer is not going to be oh well it's true i'm not asking you to say it's true i'm asking you to say this <laughs> doesn't feel different to you than like when tucker carlson in, in fucking interviews an ex-cia guy on carlson tonight like i don't hold that to any shit it just depends. It just depends on. It just depends on how cynical you are. <laughs> fair. That, that's fair, really. Fair. It. I've got childlike wonder still. I'm open to being hurt still. I'm vulnerable. I see. <laughs> I see how it's different. I will. I will give you that. Right. I am not saying it means that it's true. It does mean no, that. No. I'm just saying we've been in similar true. situations before. It's. It's in a lot of ways. Even with this, it feels like of all the weird times that those 2012 guys. Uh, say that the end of the world oh, yeah. is coming. This one feels like the one that's November 12, 2012 <laughs> or, or whatever, right? It just, if it didn't but, have but, Loeb and Mellon and all these guys who are still working with the NASA team and shit attached to it, I would also feel like right. I'd be on Jesse's side of like, um, oh, man, this doesn't feel all that different. But it has the people that have any credibility attached to it. And that's what makes me a little more, more open to be hurt. You know what I mean? Opening my heart. Yeah, but I will acknowledge, like, you know what I mean? Like, I will acknowledge that it is different. That's the main thing. I think I'm acknowledging that it's different, but also that I still feel like it's going to fizzle. I, you know, and that's that's because you you know you've been hurt before. I get it. I have too. Yeah, exactly. No, I, get it. I, I I would like to. I'm trying to do this now, but the current UFO uh, talk is like way too on the internet. Oh oh God. Yeah, dude, it's hard to parse through a lot of it. There's a lot like, but I would love it. If someone, someone out there, usually I don't ask a lot of you internet, but I'm going to ask someone out there would whistleblower search for, or just look up UFO conversations with the government or in the public sphere, where it was picked up everywhere from like the nineties or the eighties. Or the early truth. Like, is there another example in the past similar to this? Or is this really, truly 
that big of a moment. I would love to see another, an example that's akin to this. The only thing I can think of is the 2017 thing, which is when Corbel and Elizondo kind of hit the map because they dropped videos that were denied by the Pentagon even while they were out there for like two weeks before the Pentagon relented and said, okay, they're real. There's an article out there on the Atlantic called Why Is Everybody Suddenly Talking About Aliens? Uh, or America's Long Strange History of UFO Whistleblowers. By the way, that fucking uh, statistic that 92% of UFOs happen in the U.S. is a flat-out lie. That's not true at all. Uh, it is a worldwide phenomenon and not 92% of the U.S. That is a misinformation. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that, but I, 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 don't, I don't know anything about that. But I will say that that, that article on The Atlantic, yeah. kind of, it, it's talking about Elizondo and it's talking about Keho from, from, from earlier. I, I looked this up while I was asking about the, the Roswell guy earlier and I found this. And it's the closest that I can see. I don't know that much about this uh, otherwise. I, I, you know, but it's not totally unprecedented, but I will say that the amount of coverage that it's getting is uncommon. Sure. I could say that. I could see that. I truly like, I think the 90s, man, we were much more ready for disclosure if disclosure is a there thing. Was, there, was a, there was a moment on TV with that tape right. that was really pretty wild. The, 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 the Roswell dissection tape, right? The thing that ended up being fake, but like, but like, I remember it being majorly covered, but it wasn't the same thing as this where. But like that guy, when you start to look into him, you're like, oh, this guy isn't trustworthy fucking at all. Right, exactly. So I don't know. This one seems to be a, a good mix of legit background and out there claims. So we'll see what so happens. So before we wrap the episode, then let's end on a fun note. Hypothetically, this ends up being true. We don't know if grays are real. We just know we have bits of what is potential technology from something that's not human. How do you react to that? Does that change anything for you guys? You do like Jesse, you've said many times, doesn't change how I live day to day. It wouldn't change too much, but it would be cool. Do you sit by that now that like, maybe that might be happening? I mean, like if, if aliens were real and they changed reality for us, that'd be great. I'm fine being proven wrong. I was proven wrong last week. Uh, when I mistakenly thought captain kid was Steve Bonnet. Oh my God. Yeah. I've seen all those fucking <laughs> comments everywhere. Here, by the way, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Go look up their histories. They're like, they Here's are. The thing. Yeah. When you have a broad, same. when you have a broad historical knowledge, it's sometimes you mess up the guy's names. They were the last in the group of like pirates were also kind of like that cool night pirate where they like, we're like, we're good guys, but also we're bad. They, they fit into the same category. My bad. I'm always down to be proven wrong. It happens. I don't have any go with that shit. So if they were to say, here's the evidence, this is a thing. And it was real. I'd be like, whoa, and then I'd be on this podcast being like, what now, y'all? What does this mean for the world? The thing is, is like, from what he says, too, is like, uh, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't really know who or what these things are, or what they want. So it's still like plenty of like, what if it's true, what could it be? And I still believe we would, pr yeah. we're probably like either like the Senegalese tribe in this space, like don't touch them, like let them continue almost prime directive <laughs> Because we, we do, we like you. kill it. <laughs> if you get kill close, it. we yeah. are awful. Yeah, we, we just like awful. so they're like yeah. hey, maybe not. Yeah. There's the theory that maybe whatever it is here is like AI watching us, waiting for whoever to come take the planet for themselves. It, you know, it could be anything. Uh, I I just just to know that there's something out there. It would also bring the question: Is like is life rare in the universe? Then, but it also like a lot of that also goes against why they would hide it. You know what I mean? Like if we discovered AI was monitoring us in case the aliens came back or whatever wouldn't we as a species be like oh guys we're being monitored and things could come we should be prepared for that yeah i can see rather if than you like can convince 
if you can convince people to believe it besides Mathis. There's no way to prove it's AI too, right? It's just a theory. You could, I mean, you couldn't. People would be like, one world government, they're trying to control us. Like, you know. A lot of people say that today, and I don't really, I don't really give it much credence. There's really nothing to, like, we can't, if they wanted us dead, we'd be dead already, I imagine. The aliens? Yeah, if they were, if this is real and they wanted us dead, I feel like we'd already be done. Right, but like, it's, if they're real, for fun, then you're absolutely correct. If I shut off Jesse Brain, <laughs> then, like, honest to God, there's no, if I just, like, live in the moment, there's no reason, w- like, legit, I'm ordering pizza and I'm just inviting you guys over. And we're just going to hang out. I would hope that it would spur, like, a tech, another a new technological push like from people in the world, maybe. But no matter what, there's going to be pushback. Oh, yeah, of course. It would definitely get me to eat some pizza. No matter what happens, if it's real, if it's fake, if aliens show up tomorrow, someone will tell you that that's what you're seeing isn't real and it's something else. And there's psyop. And this is one of the things that upsets me is because I feel like a lot of the conversation is, well, the government's afraid to tell people. There is not going to be a moment where everyone's on the same page. There's not going to be a moment where we're ready to change like we aren't we don't change until the last minute anyway we're barely trying to save the planet when shit's on canada's on fire canada is on fire bro. i know dude what grush is saying though makes more sense to me he's not saying that they're trying to keep it from us because we're not ready he's saying there's a like a technological cold war happening between all the governments and so everybody's trying to keep it secret because they don't want to they're trying to win and so like if whoever can crack the tech first if it's true, again, fun world where it's true, that would change everything. The country would just dominate. And I can, that makes more sense to me than like the humans, the society isn't ready. They'll crumble. I could see it more being like, no, we got to get it before fucking China gets it. We got to get it before Russia gets it. We got to get it before UK gets it. Then wouldn't it make more sense to have an alliance of nations? You know what I mean? You would think. Think about like what it took to just get US into World War II. It took us until... We were we had General fucking Electric funding the well, that's Nazis. That's because a lot of people in power were actual literal Nazis, though. Like we were, we had actual literal Nazis running the government for a while. You don't think that's still happening now? Like that's the, the same argument can be made. <laughs> He's got a point there. He's got a point there. They're all not talking to each other because they're all trying to fucking outdo each other. They hate each other, and they're all trying to be the first. It's just a bunch of dummies scrambling on top of each other to control everything. You would have figured, of all the people, Trump would have been the guy to be like, aliens exist. You think anybody went up to Trump and said, here's some alien stuff, sir. Let's go show you the ships. Probably, you know what? Probably not. Let's be (laughs) real. They probably were like, do not tell him, bro. He can't handle that. I wouldn't hand that to him. He had a worker drain his pool into the server system to wipe out footage and failed. The man cannot be trusted to know aliens are real. I'm just like, man, I just, there's so many cogs in this machine of of secrecy that is just like, surely at some point, if all this was real, we'd have something. We have. But we never have anything. We've seen pictures that are made to be pretend to be fake. We've seen videos that people dismiss. But what, no, what you just said is cuckoo bonkers. We've seen pictures that were made to pretend to be no, fake. I meant made to be fake. Made to be fake. I didn't mean to, made to be pretend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have talked about hoaxes, but then we have stuff dropped from the government that's real. We are getting real How things. How do you know? Because it was verified in 2017 that it was real. How do you know, bro? <laughs> so then, like, at that point, you go, who do you trust? Nobody? You don't trust anyone like 
What is like at that point you have to ask like what is it that'll convince me? I don't trust the truth. I don't trust Instagram photos, man. Instagram so photos. Like, I'm already like no. Nah, if it's online, I don't trust it. Mathis, the <laughs> Mathis, the main thing that is is clear to me is that you need to watch X Files as soon as possible. We've seen two episodes. We need to see more now. You need to watch. You need to watch more as soon as possible. Yeah, you need to get to the Alien of the Week or not Alien Monster of the Week <laughs> episodes. You need to get to when Mulder's in that train, and you'll that's where you're at right now in your real life. I mean, I guess I don't know what that means. But. You'll 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 know. You'll learn. You'll you're about to learn. I just to wrap this up. I'm not. It's just this has more credence to me. And if it all fails, then ev- then the per how do I like Loeb working with the government means nothing anymore. It, he'd just be somebody you can't trust anymore. Like why it just just get just get your girlfriend come on a plane to good old California. We'll have some pizza <laughs> and we'll just stare out the window and we'll think about what the fuck is going on. Now can we go do mushrooms together? Let's see what happens. Yo, I would if if. I'd believe whatever we saw then. I'd be like, yo, the universe is us, bro. I'd be fine. That's the like $10,000 on Patreon of real life is if aliens are real, Jesse does shrooms. Okay. Well, we got to wrap this episode up because I can't, my voice is already going and it's just going to go worse. (laughs) Jesse, I hate when you push my buttons on purpose. Dude, who is going to, who else? Who else would do that for you, baby? But I have an answer for everything you say, okay? And we talk in circles for hours. Well, yeah, yeah. I can keep it up all day. <laughs> all I can do is promise you some real verifiable mystery stuff over oh on the mini sode where I will be continuing the story of Giuseppe La Rosa and the Order of Meonia for you guys. It only gets better. It does. And look, in the, in, in these little in these little drip feed amounts, <laughs> it's never too outrageous. You know what I mean? They're like on a Lord of the Rings style quest right now. Yeah, it's way too outrageous, but because it's in little doses, it's like, you know, kind of the monster of the week. And I'm here for it. Yeah, fun little hit. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, that's what we're going to go do. Minisode time. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. This is a big one. Get, come check it out. I'm excited. It's, all, it's always big. They've been like 40 plus minutes every week for like the past three months. All right. Well, anyway, we're off. Thank you guys so much for the support. Thank you for listening. Hey, and if you're on Spotify, use the comment and cue in the poll, please, because it's basically like engagement and it's very good for the machine. And just follow us on Spotify as well. Get an argument on Spotify if you love the show, please. Yeah, tell me I suck over there. Jesse's wrong. Let me have it. Dude, we're going to get both. I get both, man. You get the Jesse just cuts Mathis off all the time. And man, I wish Masters would just stop and think for a minute. <laughs> just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, it's all good. Alex rules. That's what that's all I ever hear. No, Alex is always, everybody loves you, Alex. It's like, I can't. Alex like, rules. He's laughing all the way to the bank. He's the smartest guy in the world. That's yeah, all I it's ever true. hear. It's true. I can't think of a negative a post about you other than you looked like that guy from the Power Rangers. Oh, I look like the guy from the Too Many Cooks video. That's who I look like now. That's, that's. <laughs> what... <laughs> oh, no. All right. Thank you, guys. We love you. Thank you for the support. We'll see you next week. Patreon.com slash Too Many Pod. We'll see you there. Bye. Anyway, me and my wife were sitting outside indulging on our porch one night, enjoying ourselves. I needed to go to the bathroom, so I stepped back inside, and after a few moments, I hear my wife go, holy shit, get out here. So I quickly dash back outside, and she's looking up at the sky in awe. I look up too, and there's a perfect line of dozen lights traveling across the sky.